0: Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shiur, Daf Mem Aleph. We'll begin on Daf Mem Amurbet at the bottom of the line, um, bottom line Amarava. Now, at today's Shi'ur is a zechut for our sponsor, his wife, and his son. BeZat Hashem they should be zucher to have success in all they do. We're at the bottom line Amaraba. Machloket the machloket is by males. Now, when we're talking about the machloket, machloket means the machloket we had before between Remeir and the Chachamim. The, the The question was when we said Maaser Shini could be, um, could be slaughtered, Maaser Shani could be transferred over. And Shemitah could be transferred over the Kedusha, could be transferred over to an animal if it's alive or dead, or only animals that are dead but not live animals. Now, that means that if you have a Shemitah fruit and you want to transfer the Kedusha, or you have Masin and you want to transfer the Kedusha, we'll see in a second what the exact case is. Uh, in order for it to be transferable, according to the Chachamim, it could only transfer on meat in the, the butcher's showcase, not on a live, breathing animal, because, like we said, gezera. There's a gezera that maybe you, once you have a live animal, you might have, you could have adarim. You could have entire flocks of animals that might be maaser sheni or or, or animals. That could be uh, shemitah fruits. (coughs) Meaning that meat in a a showcase doesn't have babies. And uh, animals can have babies. And therefore, if you could transfer it to live animals, you might have... (coughs) Excuse me. You might have flocks of animals that will be Mahaseshani, so therefore the chachamim don't let that for mayor is not worried about that. Says the Gemara, Amar the machlokit is Bizekharim. That's only by males. Alva when it comes to females, mitchalim, en mitchalim. That's only that that the rabbis allow, in other words, this that mayor allows switching it to live animals that's only to male live animals because male live animals don't have babies but by female animals that could have babies everyone agrees that you're not allowed to do it on a live female animal because that could for sure have a baby that's Rava's opinion okay is that clear Albert? clear Amr um, Rab Ashi of Ashi says the following. So now if you remember there was Machloq between Byokuran al Azar, whether or not Shemitah could go onto money or 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 could go onto fruit, does it only go with a sale? Or could it go by a transfer, a verbal transfer? Do you remember this right. Machloket? Yes. Good. So now, this Machloket, Rav Ashi is claiming, Machloket is only B'pri That's only if you have actual fruit of Shemitah that you're trying to transfer the kusha over. Aval B'pri But if you have secondary fruits of Shemitah, I'll explain that in a second. Everyone agrees then that you could do it either way. You could do it either by verbal transfer or by money. What does that mean, pre-shini? Meaning, let's say you already transferred the Kiddushah onto something. Let's say, derech mekach. Okay? Let's say you sold the Maser or the Shemitah, and it went on. the Kiddushah went to another thing. That second thing, everyone agrees that it goes either way. Either by transfer or by sale. Only the first one is a machlokit whether it goes by transfer or sale. But once it's transferred once, if you want to sell that or you want to transfer that kiddushah, everyone agrees it goes either way. Is that clear? Right. That's your question. It says, hadik tani Now you might ask the question, if you remember when we explained Rabbi Lazar last time, we had a brighter that supported him. We ended up with a bright like of El Azad and a bright like of Yochran. And the bright like of El Azad, we happened to mention that the guy had bought. We mentioned the case where the guy bought one thing and the Kedushah transferred. He bought another thing and the Kiddushah transferred. And he had like a, a triple Kedushah or quadruple Kedushah transfer. One, two, three. It was like you, you, you sold the meat and you bought wine. You sold. Remember that one? So the Gemara is saying, you might say, wait, I have a question on you. If what you're saying is true, that in this second transfer, it could be transferred by, everyone agrees it transfers, by either buying or transfer, why did they pick a case of buying? They could have told you a bigger kidouche, bigger bigger chidush, and told you a case where after the first one was buying, the second one was just a chilul, and that would have been a bigger chidush. Why did you pick a case of buying, 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 buying? You could have, could have could have been, the first one could have been buying, then it could have been Mechalel, Mechalel, Mechalel. Right. We were just trying to illustrate a case, and we didn't want to switch, uh, switch vehicles in the middle. So we kept the same vehicle all the way through. But you're right, we could have switched to Chilul in the middle, the Gemara is saying. So that would be. In other words, Rav said his rule, that in the secondary transfer, everyone agrees that it works. We, you might have asked a question from the language of this, right? The, the Gemara is poo-pooing that question and saying that uh, we just picked it because that's what seemed like, the, seemed like a, 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 a smoother case, but not because it had to be like that. But now we're going to ask a real stronger question. Says the Gemara, Eight Ravina Ravashi, Ravina as Ravashi, the following question. It says in a Braita, Misheshela Shoshviit, a guy who has a Shemitah. Uh dollar, which means you sold fruits, and you you got a Marbea, and now you got you got let's say a silver dollar, and now that's holding with Shemitah fruits. Ubiquesh likach pahem chaluk. He wants to buy a, uh, 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 he wants to buy a suit with it, okay? Which you're not allowed to do. We can't buy a suit with the Shemitah uh, money. What should you do? So you go to a storekeeper who knows you, right? You always buy from him. So the Omelon, you tell him, Ten li besela perot. He's, you tell him, give me pineapples with this thing. Right, so the guy gives him the pineapples. he goes back and tells him, He goes and tells the, the, the storekeeper, Okay, these pineapples I'm giving you for free. Okay. And then, what does he do? He gives him back the money, and he tells him, I'm going to give you a gift of a, of a dollar. So in other words, first you buy the pineapples from him. Then you give him the pineapples as a gift. And the guy says, I want, if you gave me a gift, you know what, I'll give you your, your dollar back as a gift. Right? And then, now that you got a gift of the dollar, you could go buy a suit with it if you want. That's the that's the You understand the brayta, Albert? Yes. in this case we're talking pri which means uh, the money. We started off the case with the money of shemitah. Now money of shemitah, money. Does, you know what they say? Money doesn't grow on trees, right? Yes. So if money does grow on trees, so you think the is that is the money pre reshorn or pre shani? It, it's got to be pre because it doesn't grow on trees. So therefore, you see that pre The only way to do it is by by buying and not by selling. We still pick the case that you could only do it by buying something with it, right, and not by anything else. Right, so you see that, we, that the rule of Rav Ashi is not true. Ela Amar Rav Ashi rather changed it. Rav Ashi must have said a different version. Listen to the new version, Rav Ashi version B. Machloket Amar Rav Ashi Machloket be The Machloket is only on prisheni But in Pri Derech in The Machloket is whether you do Pri but. But by Piri Lishon, everyone agrees that you can only do it by buying. Okay, so that's a new, a new version. As before, in, in the previous version, we were saying, the Machloket were Piri Lishon, but by Piri everyone says everyone says you could do it either way. That was a much more lenient thing. Now we're going stricter, we're saying that by Piri Lishon, there's a Machloket, whether you can do it with but by Piri everyone agrees you can only do it with the Meccach. Sorry, the other way I am. everyone agrees that only with a mekach, But pre Shini is a Machloket. Okay? But everyone stricter. By Rishon, everyone strict on it and doesn't let you do it with Chilu. So it's going to have a Hadiktani. But if you remember, we had a bride regarding Rabbi Yochanan, which says, Echad shviit Ve'echad Maser Shini. It says whether it's Shemitah or whether it's Maser Shini, you could do it on animals whether they're shechted or not. And the Gemara says, when he said methalilin, right? So in that Brita, it says you could machalel. Now, the fact that he's saying mechalil, it's talking about pre over there. So the Gemara says, may shevi'it, d'me When we said eat, we don't mean, now according to what we're saying, the Machukra is only by pre now when we said Shivi eat, it sounds like it's pre Rishon, because it sounds like it's talking about the first Shemitah produce, which is pre Rishon, the first, right when it comes with the trees. it says, no. My Shivi eat, eat. it only means the the value of the Shemitah money which is pre shit. The temahachi, and therefore you don't have a question on Ravashi. The temahachi, because if you don't say that Shivi eat means eat, uh, Shivit, did I lose you, Albert, are you with me? A little bit, or not, not fully. Could I give it to you again? No, I'm mean, here. It means Now, not only now, that's a little sticky because you might say, "Who told you it means I'll prove it to you. The ilote Because if you don't say that when the brightest says Shvi'it, it means Ma'aser, ma'aser mamash. Right? Then you're going to have to learn that ma'aser means real ma'aser, which means because l- let me go back to tell you the brighter a second if you don't mind the brighter had said that shemitah grabs its pa- grabs its produce in other words when you if you switch the money it, it, the shemitah gets transferred and we said the same thing with maaser. Okay, now, if you're understanding it, that Shvi'it uh, would have meant actual Shemitah, not Demesh Shemitah, then Ma'ased should also be referring to actual Ma'ased. And, that, and we're telling you that actual Ma'ased could be switched onto animals if they're... I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Sorry, we're telling you that also ma'ased could actually be switched on animals whether they're slaughtered or whether they're not slaughtered but we know the rule with ma'ased shani is that it can only go on to money. Ma'ased shani the pasuk says that that you have to have the money in, you have to have the money in your hand hold on one second. Come on. One second. So we just said that you can't transfer anything besides for money Yeah, the Pasuk says you can't transfer it to anything besides money. So therefore, we know Maasishini, when we're telling you could switch it to animals, could only be referring to Prishini. So therefore, if Mased means Pre because otherwise impossible to switch on to anything besides money, right? So then then could also be talking about Prishani, and it's not a problem. El hachanami Okay, the same way Mahasid could only be, make sense if it's talking about Prishani, because you could never put Ma Pri onto anything but money. And here we're putting it on animals, so too Shivita could be talking about Dimash And it fits nicely like Rav Ashi's second statement. Right. Okay. Numishnah. This Mishnah is discussing what type of when are you supposed to shake the Lulav on Sukkot. In the beginning, meaning when the Beit HaMikdash was around, hayah Lulav Nital be Mikdash Beit HaMikdash, the seven days. And if you're not in the Beit HaMikdash, you only shook the Lulav on one day. Because the basuk only says to shake love on the first day. And in the Beit HaMikdash, since the basuk says that you have to be happy in front of Hashem for seven days, in the same basuk where it says to shake the love, it says be happy in front of Hashem for seven days, so we learn that when you're in front of Hashem, meaning the Beit HaMikdash, you shake the love for seven days, and you're happy with it. And when you're out of it, Beit HaMikdash, you do it for one day. And that's how it was in the time of the Beit HaMikdash. Okay? So if you lived in Haifa... You should the Lulav for how, how many days? One day. You are not in the Beit HaMikdash. If you live in Yerushalayim, then you shake it for seven days. Mishnah, what? You with me? Mark just asked in the chat, if there's class today, should we link him to the call, or should we just leave him? Yeah, let's get him in. How do you do it? You know how to do it? Yeah, I could do it. Hold on, add call. Hold on, let me pause this. Okay, so basically what Mishnah is saying, yeah, and in the Beit HaMikdash, they, they would shake the ulav for seven days. And if you live during the time of Beit HaMikdash in Tel Aviv, then you only shook the ulav one day. Okay? Now, Meshachara Beit HaMikdash, once the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, Hittkini Yerb Yocham and Zakkai, Shilav Nitala B'medina Sheva Zechel HaMikdash. Yerb Yocham and made a rule that even if you live in Tel Aviv, you shake it for seven days, which is what we do now. Tel Aviv, Brooklyn, Lakewood—we all shake for seven days. This is a, the reason why we shake for seven days: is the Takana for yocham and Why? In order to remember how it used to be in the Beit Hamikdash. But really, nowadays there's no reason—not no reason to do that we have to do it for seven days because so we're not in the Beit Hamikdash. What was another Takana for yocham and Yom Hanef kulo asur. The second Takan HaRiucham Zakai is an interesting one. It is that the day of the Omer is totally asur. Let me explain what this means. You need an introduction for this. Okay? There is an isur for eating new wheat. Whenever you hear people that tell you they want to eat something that's yashan, it means that they're avoiding eating new wheat. That's because in the time of the Beit HaMikdash... It was Asur to eat any wheat until they bring the Korban. You guys are familiar with the Isur of Khadash or no? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. So now, the Isur of khadash is in the time of the bet Hamdash. It's even nowadays. It's the same thing now for the old days. But, technically, it's supposed to end on one of two times. Either it ends on the... S- The Isur of Kadash is on the newest wheat that is grown in in Israel. So this year's wheat is Asur till a certain day. And once that day comes, it becomes Mutar, and then you can finally eat the wheat as long as you want. Now, um, what day makes it Mutar? The answer is it depends. If the Betta Makdash is around, it's Asur till you bring a carbon. Okay? And the carbon has to be brought on the 16th of Nisan. When you bring it on the 16th, then it becomes mutar. So let's say the 16th of Nisan at 10 o'clock in the morning is when it becomes mutar. Whenever you bring the korban, 10, 10.30, whatever time the korban is brought. If there's no Beit Mikdash, it really becomes mutar from the morning of, of that the 16th of Nisan. So when the sun rises at 6 in the morning, if the Beit Mikdash is not built yet, it, then it starts from sunrise. And not from 10 o'clock from the, when the korban is brought, but from actual sunrise. Okay? So, basically, when the Beit HaMikdash is destroyed, it becomes a little more lenient. Because normally, when the Beit HaMikdash is around, you, you could only eat it when the korban is brought, and not any earlier. But now the Beit HaMikdash is destroyed, you don't have to wait for the korban, because there is no korban. As soon as, soon as the morning hits, it's mutar it's at, at, at sunrise in the morning. Now, Rabbi okay. and Zakei made a rule that even though, even though it should be mutar from Netz, it's only mutar after the day's over. So it's more strict than on a, 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 a bet year. Is that clear? Okay. Let's see the Gemara. With the Gemara, we'll explain both these things the first question is you made a remembrance of the Bet Mikdash. where do we see in the Pasuk that you're supposed to remember the Bet Mekdash why is the Rukhah of the guy trying to remember the Bet Mikdash? says the Gmela the Amar Pasuk says Ki ele arukah lach because I will bring up this arukah for you and I will cure your wounds Neum Hashem says God. Why? Because you were pushed away and they called you, and nobody's asking for, for, for the Bet Hamikdash. So we see when the, when the pasuk is moaning about the fact that nobody's asking for the Bet Hamikdash, that sounds like we're supposed to ask for the Bet Hamikdash. Miklal, we see the dirisha that we need to ask for the bet Mikdash and that's why Bruchman Zekai made these rules to remember the bet Mikdash. Okay, now we're going to the yashan issue. V'she yomanef The day of the Quran has to be fully asur. It says my tama. what is the reason for this gizera? Now this is one of my favorite gizeroch that were ever made, because this gizera shows us how. How fast we have to worry that Mashiach might come. Take a look. Mehragi Bane Bet HaMikdash. We're worried that soon they will rebuild the Bet Mikdash one day. And when the Bet Mikdash is rebuilt, of course the rule is that you have to wait till the Korban is offered. And it's not Mu'tar from the morning. So Rabbi Yochum is worried that the Bet HaMikdash might be rebuilt. And people will make the mistake of thinking to eat Chadash from the morning, from Nezah The Yomru, they'll say, last year, Milo Achaldu we ate it as soon as the sun rose. Hashtanami Nechul, people are excited to eat the new wheat. And the, the kids will remember, hey, Daddy, last year we ate the new wheat in the morning of the 16th, let's eat it in the morning of the 16th this year. But they don't realize this year the Bethlehem is rebuilt and we're not allowed to do it. So that's why they made the Gezirah that the whole day is that Inu, Yashan is for the whole year, and it stops at Pesach. But the question is when does it stop? It stops on the second day of Pesach in the morning, or the second day of Pesach when you brought the Korban. Now, when the Bet is there, you need the Korban. So people won't remember because they'll say last year we started from sunrise. And that's what we're worried about. Okay? Now there is a Bet Omer Matir, the actual Korban allows it. Now the Gemara asked the question. The Ivni when are you worried that it's going to be rebuilt? If you want to say the cases that they built it on the 16th, if you're worried that they're going to rebuild it on the 16th in the morning, that's okay because once. If the sun came up and there was no Beit Hamikdash, and they built the Beit Hamikdash after the sun after sunrise on the 16th, it's really not a problem because you're really allowed to eat the wheat already. Mean, meaning, since when the sun came up, there was no Beit Hamikdash. Who cares that they that they built the Beit Hamikdash at eight o'clock in the morning? At, at six o'clock in the morning, when sun the sun came up. There was no Beit midrash, so the wheat's mutar. Why are you worried that something's going to happen? Who cares? Let them build it at 6 o'clock. And, let them build it at 8 o'clock in the morning. At 6 o'clock, it was good. Albert, did I lose you? A little bit. Let's explain. The the, the Korban makes it mutar when there's no better midrash. Mark, could you mute yourself unless you want to talk because there's a lot of noise there? okay Okay. so the the betta mikdash is makes the betta mcdash when it's there makes it asur till the korban time but if the betta mikdash is not there then it becomes mutar in the morning right when the sun rises now what are, you, what are you worried about? You're worried that maybe the Beit HaMikdash will be rebuilt and, and you won't, people won't realize it will cause a problem that they might eat the wrong time. When are you worried that they're going to rebuild it? So if you're worried, the Gemara is starting the first step. If you're worried that maybe they're going to rebuild it on eight, at 8 o'clock in the morning on the 16th of Nisan. So that's not a problem anyway. Even if it gets rebuilt, there's no problem. You know why? Because at 6 o'clock in the morning, when the sun rose, was the Bet up yet? No, it wasn't up. Okay, so now at 8 o'clock, when you built the Bet we're still good. Because the wheat is already mutar. Once the sun comes up, the wheat becomes mutar. Who cares that you built the Bet two hours later? My wheat's mutar already. Right. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Must be you're worried that maybe they built it on the 15th of Nisan. If so, then if you're worried on the 15th, then why are you telling me that the whole day should be Asur? You should only be Asur from the fifth from till Chatzot, not the whole day. It should only be till noontime. We should tell the people nowadays that you're allowed to eat Khadash from noontime. Why? Because the Korban was never delayed past noontime. Why? We know there's a rule, in other words, in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, when uh, the, you had to wait for the Korban to be offered, if you lived in, uh, let's say, Haifa, and you don't know if the, if the Korban was offered or not, when are you allowed to eat Chadash? So they say, once Chatzot comes, you can for sure eat Chadash, because there's no way they're going to be lazy and not and delay past Chatzot with this Korban. And therefore, you could assume it. And if so, if we're worried that maybe it was, we're, that the Beit HaMikdash might be built on the 15th of Nisan, we should still allow it from Chatzot. Why are we making the rule that the whole day is Asur? Why don't we just make the rule till Chatzot? Are you with me, Mark? Awesome, let's go. Says the Gemara. We're worried that maybe they will build it at night. And therefore, since they build it at night, you still have a problem. Why do you still have a problem if they build it at night? Very simple. It will be built on the night of the 16th. Or maybe right before Shkiyat HaChama of the 15th. And in these two ways, they wouldn't have time to cut the Omer. And therefore, since you didn't have time to cut the Omer, you have to wait till the morning to cut the Omer. And since you're cutting the Omer in the morning, you might not be done by Chatzot. And therefore, we have to make a rule that forever and ever, we can't eat it from Chatzot and on, because maybe the Beit HaMikdash will be rebuilt in the nighttime, when you're not allowed to cut the Omer. And therefore you have to cut the Omer in the morning and make the Korban and you won't get done by Chatzot. And that's why the whole day of the 16th becomes Asur. Is that clear? Clear. Okay, it's pretty, to me it's very, very cool how fast they can build the Beit HaMikdash. You know, when you're building it with Mashiach, things go quickly. Okay. okay so, Rabbi, so, if they can build the, the, the Beit HaMikdash that quickly, then can't be cut the Omer that quickly? <laughs> no, we're not worried. The Omer is a mitzvah. You know, the, the Beit Hamikdash is built by by miracles. I don't. The Kobana Omer is done by people. So I, I guess that's what we're worried about. And we're not guaranteed. Again, we're worried they could build the Beit Hamikdash that fast. But but you want to go lenient because they could for sure cut the Omer that fast. That's a different story. You understand? We're, we're being strict to say it might get built up first. you want to be lenient so that you cut the Omer very quickly, that we're not going to do. Okay? We don't have a guarantee. We're showing you we, we might have to worry about it. We're not telling you a guarantee how fast it will be built. Okay. <laughs> ad which means there's another way to explain Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Zakai. According to this, there's no question. He says, according to Nachmanitzch, he says Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Zakai is going like a Yehuda, who says that when there's no bed Mikdash, it's technically asur all the way until the end of the day. Because it says ad till this very day, till the day of the sixteenth, and he holds ad Whenever it says until, it means including, and that's why Rabbi Zakai says the whole thing azur. The whole thing is azur. Now says the Gemara You want to think that Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakai holds like a Behuda? We know he argues in Rabbi The Tanakh was going to the Mishnah. Hekim Yochanan Zakei said, "Yom Henev Kulo Asur." But Rabbi Judah, "And Torah, Asur." He wrote, "Ad Etzim Yom Azeh, Ad Etzim Moshe Yom." Rabbi Yochanan Zakei made a rule that it's Asur the whole day of the sixteenth. But Rabbi Judah told him, "What do you mean? I don't need your gizera that it's Asur on the day of the sixteenth from the from the Torah. It's Asur till the sixteenth because says, says, 'Ad Etzim Yom Azeh' till this very day, including Ad VeAd Bechvav." Mora says, "No." Really, Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai agrees with Yehudah that the whole day is Asur. Rabbi Yehudah Huda made a mistake. He thought that Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai was saying it's Asur Medamran. No, Medoraita Kamar. Rabbi Yochanan Zakkai was telling you not that it's my Takana. Really, it's Deoraita. Yes. How can you say it's Deoraita? It says that he made a decree. Now, from the toraita, we don't need you to make a decree. It's Torah law darash, When we say that, it means he, he decreed it. According to this answer, we're not saying that he actually decreed it. We're saying it's really actually the right asur. It means that he made, he publicized that it's asur, right? And therefore, I'm don't sorry, do it. Go. Okay. Continue with Mark. I gotta go. I'll listen to the rest of it on the recording Okay, go. we're gonna keep going. Mark, you got? Could, could you stay a little bit or no? We gotta run. Okay, so we'll do the rest tomorrow, we're stopping here at the new Mishnah. Talk to you soon.